Hey guys, I'm out here in my garden as I usually am in the early mornings and in the afternoons. And I'm looking at my hibiscus. And I got it from Walmart and it was dead, guys. It had it, no life whatsoever. And it was like, it may um, come back to life. I mean, you just, or it may not. I was like, hmm, I think it should have a chance. I'll take it. It was like a couple bucks. And I like hibiscus and you can make tea and it's good for like blood pressure and stuff like that. So, get the hibiscus, take it home, till up the little soil around it, keep it in the same pot. Actually take it out to see if there are any um, centipedes or snails or anything that could be possibly eating it alive. Like at the bottom, the roots were really, really good. The roots were like green and had full of life. I was like, yeah, this little guy has a chance. And I say that to say this. God gives us those little moments in our lives where we can see exactly how it is that we take some moments for granted. Just like that plant. The world had given up on me. The world didn't care about me. The world's like, it may live, it may not live. I mean, you could try and see. But God never gave up on me. He looked down in my root, my heart, and saw that my heart was good. That I wanted to love him. I wanted to trust him. I just didn't know how. So just like this plant, God nursed me back to to life. This plant was dry at the top. Looked like it was dead. But But God told me it needed water, so I watered it every day. Talk to the flowers like you go, you want to make a little guy. Or as my son says, he would even talk to him like, you're doing pretty good, fella, little fella. And then we begin to see life. It started turning green. It started getting buds. We pruned it to get some of the deader parts off. So we had to take some of the things that it didn't need that was causing it to die even faster. And we cut it away. Guys, that's how God does in our lives. There are some things in our lives that God just prunes away because it's killing us. He takes it away so that we will be able to grow. So that when he pours his water upon us, we will be able to survive. We will be able to be rejuvenated come back to life from our dead selves because the world had given up on us. But God never gives up on us, guys. And it is him and him alone that pulls us out of death. Nourishes us with his water. Talks to us and tells us, come on, little guy, you can do it. I see your roots, you're strong. I love you. So guys, be like that. Be like that plant. Go to God and allow him to give you his water. Talk to let him talk to you and talk back. So that you may grow. And that you will not die, but that you will live. And not only will you live in this world and survive through this world, but you will be able to live with God forevermore in eternity.
I hope this blesses someone. Remember, your soul matters to God, to me, and your love. Be blessed. Hello, brothers and sisters. It's Father's Daughter, and I um, bring you greetings, and I hope that everything is going super-duper fantastic in your worlds, um, and that God is continuously blessing you and keeping you safe, um, that no hurt, harm, or danger is coming your ways, and that you're remaining healthy and wise. Um, today, again, it's like I get these enlightening enlightenment moments and um when i'm outside in my garden and today is like um i was in the garden and i was looking at the cucumber plants and they're starting to make tiny little cucumbers and the more they grow the heavier they become and the weight of the cucumbers can become so heavy that the stems start to like droop over and topple over and just don't stand straight up anymore so they kind of they because they're viney plants so they vine out um, but it's important, like, and before that process to basically get stabilized or something to stabilize. It may be um, a rod or a, like, if you have something metal or, like, some people use, um, there's these stakes that you can use for tomatoes and it stabilizes those. So that's what I used. And it just keeps the weight, helps the, um, the, the stem of the plant keep adjust with the weight or hold it up hold up that heavy plant and it's like with the cucumbers we need stabilizers we need something that stabilizes us in our growth and our process as we go on throughout our spiritual growth with Christ and what we need as far as our spiritual gro- spiritual growth stabilizers is God's presence and how do we get God's presence? We need to talk to God daily and several times a day if we need to, in fact. And we must build a relationship that keeps us stable in his word. Where there are so many things that can weigh heavily upon our shoulders and get us distracted so easily. And we will top. It seems like we're just going to topple over and just fall. That's what Satan wants. Satan wants us to fall and get overwhelmed or distracted and just get our eyes off the prize and that prize is heavenly salvation the more we talk to god and spend time with him in prayer the lighter the weights are there because he will take our burdens and our cares away he will fix our situations and he will help guide us through those things and through prayer we give our we make our requests known unto god so if we're having a bad day or if we're going through trouble or we're anxious about something in prayer and supplication we make our request known to god and it helps with our day-to-day life god is our father and he wants us to come to him and he got he could because he's got our back he never allow us to deal with more than we are able to handle but instead he takes up our heavy load i'm reminded by um i think it was a poem if I'm not mistaken, and it's uh, footprints in the sand. It's like he was the guy was seeing two sets of footprints in the sand, and then it's like when he started to go through so much in life, like his hard times and stuff like that. He was like, "God, where were you?" And he was like, 
I was right there. He's like, but I only saw one set of footprints. And he's saying, he's like, yeah, that's because I was carrying you. So guys, when heaviness gets upon us and we think that God is not with us, it's those times that we think we're doing it out by ourselves that we think, where is God? God is right there and it is him who is carrying us through those stormy times. It is him who is carrying us through those difficulties. It is him that is keeping us afloat in a boat that has holes all in the bottom. It is God who carries us and keeps us from toppling over. Guys, remember that your soul matters and God loves you. I need you guys to just remember that. If you remember nothing else, remember that God loves you. And that he is concerned about your soul. This is Father's Daughter signing off. Be blessed. Guys, yesterday, uh, my AC unit just kept going and kept going and kept going and kept going and it wouldn't turn off at all and I was like oh my goodness why won't this turn off I turned it up I turned the temperature the thermostat down lower than it was so that it thinking it would go off it would not go off and um I was like I don't know what to do I can't afford to pay no gigantic light bill I was like I can't afford to pay no $600 light bill and I just kept saying I can't afford to pay no $600 light bill and I went to the restroom and um it's just like the Holy Spirit said turn the power off and I was like okay turn the power off so then I um went to the utility box and turned off the power and I asked my daughter I was like did the did the buzzing go off and she was like yes ma'am it did and I was like yay and I so I turned the power back on and I went outside and it was still spinning I was like well that didn't work and the Holy Spirit said again turn the power off so I went inside and I turned the power off and I left the power switch button off and I was like baby girl is it um is it do you hear and she's like well let's give it a minute because sometimes it comes back and I said well I'm gonna leave it off turn it off and I'm gonna leave it off I'm not gonna go back and turn it back on just because I'm impatient or I'm feeling some type of way I'm just gonna turn it off and just leave it off I'm not gonna go back and mix with it I'm not gonna deal with it I'm just gonna turn the power off then I did other activities and chores and stuff um was doing stuff with my son and my daughter was like it's 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 working and then the temperature the temperature of the thermostat started to go up from 68 it was cold it was ice cold in the house and everybody was freezing. It's like we were dying from, from frostbite, it felt like. <laughs> and um, then the temperature started to rise and rise and rise and rise. And it kept getting hotter and hotter, warmer and warmer. And everybody started to feel better. Everybody started to be happier instead of bundled up shivering and shaking in the cold. And I say that to say this, God gave me a message. 
that we are out here in the cold, freezing to death in sin. Sin is holding us hostage, but all we have to do is turn the power off to sin and turn on the power of the Holy Spirit. Turn on God's power and allow him to rise up inside of you to where you will no longer be cold for him, but you will be on fire for God. God is good, y'all. And in my life, he is showing me day by day that he is the power. We have to release our stronghold. We have to shake off the coldness that we have for other people. We have to warm up with God's presence and be on fire for him. He says in Revelation that he doesn't want you either hot or cold. He wants you either hot or cold. You can't be lukewarm. You got to be on fire for God. You have to allow the Holy Spirit to reign in your life and be on fire for God. Listen to his Holy Spirit when it calls you. He will never let you down. Never. I'm sitting here and I'm looking at an exit sign. And as I look at the exit sign, <clears throat> I look right next to it and it says, do not enter. Please go to the other side. And that is what Jesus is saying right now is to exit out of sin and do not enter into that door again but please go to the ex the other side which is Christ God is crying out He's beckoning and tugging at someone's heart right, right now. And he's saying exit. It may not seem easy and you might want to go back in, but do not enter in, please. Please go to the other side. You may feel like you're in pain and you're hurting. You just don't know what to do. And it seems so hard to come out. But just exit. Just take the step and walk out. And once you go to the other side, you ain't going to want to enter back in. Jesus says, I will help you. I will lead you. I will guide you. I have already completed everything. I've gone through everything that you've gone through. I've resisted everything that is coming against you. Exit. And do not enter in. Please go to the other side. Yes. There is joy on the other side. There is peace on the other side. There is compassion on the other side. Exit. And do not enter. Please go to the other side.
go to Christ. Hello, brothers and sisters. Hope life is treating you well and God is good and you know that God is good. And it's like, we have to learn to praise God in all things. In everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, the pretty. We have to learn to praise God in all things because even the things that aren't so pleasant are for our benefit. So guys, I just want y'all to know and remember that God is good regardless of what we're going through. He is still good. And what we're going through, he's with us through it. And what we should ask is, what do I need to learn in this experience? God, what do I need to learn in this experience? What are you trying to show me? Whatever it is, show me and help me to get out of it. And I'll leave that with you guys. And just know your soul matters. You are loved. Be blessed. Good morning, brothers and sisters. It's Father's Daughter. And I'd like to say happy Sabbath to you guys. It is Saturday, August the 15th, 2020. And as always, I pray for you guys every day. I don't know everyone by name. I don't know who all listens, but I just ask God every day to make sure that you guys are safe, that you are um, being receptive of his Holy Spirit, that you are um, becoming closer with him and getting out of this, this dark, crazy world that we live in. And you're striving each and every day to live for forever. So as I was driving, um, like daily, day in, pretty much day in and day out, um, from various places, I was looking and I saw like these decals and stuff and on people's trucks and like bumper stickers and stuff like that. And I was like, hmm, everybody displays what team they're with what team they like, who they represent as far as sports fans. They have college stickers and NBA stickers and NFL, HHL, all different types of sports-affiliated things. Be it on the college level, even down to the high school, sometimes middle school level. And it was impressed in my spirit that are we, as children of God, representing the team we play for? The team that we roll with, so to speak? Are we displaying who our daddy is? Who we worship? Who has precedence in our lives? Are we walking and talking, living and breathing each day? representing our savior i mean we have all these hats and clothing and jerseys and gears and bumper stickers and decals and all sorts of things to display who we are a fan of 
as far as major and minor league teams. There's even stickers that display Christian logos like crosses and the fish and different churches like I love my church. But are we just displaying those things vainly? Or can people that are hurting, that are searching for answers, that are searching for love, that are searching for truth, can they truly look up, look at us, our character, and see that we represent Jesus? Are we walking, talking, living, breathing examples of who Christ is? Are we showing people at the grocery store that that checker, the bagger, even the people at the restaurants that we may visit? Are we displaying Jesus's character? When our order is wrong or something is forgotten or the price doesn't match things, on, are we truly talking to those individuals as if we are children of God? Are we allowing anger and bitterness and our impatience to rise up in us and display the characteristics of Satan? Are we talking to our family members or our neighbors or the mailman? Children in our lives. Soft-spokenly in the voice of Christ. Or are we sending out messages of belittlement and defeat, such as Satan? Do our conversations contain praises to our Father, the creator of the universe, of everything that is in existence? Does the way we treat people show the love of Jesus? Are we truly, truly representing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Brothers and sisters, my challenge for you today is to represent Jesus to the fullest. When tiny little situations come up in our lives that aren't life-threatening, or even if they are, we know that we serve a God who is greater than all situations, who is stronger than everything that rises against us. And we, as his children, must start representing truly his character through the way we live our lives each and every day because if we say that we are Christians and that we are faithful followers of Christ we need to show it we need to display it not necessarily with decals or bumper stickers but we need to display Jesus in our walk in our talk, in our speech, when people are gossiping or having conversations that has nothing to do with you and or that person that can't be there to defend themselves, we should politely just walk away. Say, hey, um, there's something else I need to be doing right now. And walk away. When we see that the customer ahead of us has totally taken every ounce of inspiration out of that checker why don't we be the next one that brings a smile to their face tell them how great of a job that they're doing they keep up the good work 
Thank you for everything that you're doing to keep the flow of customer service going, that they are valued, that they are important. Speak life into that individual. Let's be the difference in someone's life today, guys. Let's be the reason someone smiles from the inside out. Let's start putting on our Team Jesus jerseys and triumphantly walk through this world displaying the characteristics of Jesus Christ. And how do we do this? By living and walking in the Spirit of God. Allow the Holy Spirit to come upon us and exemplify, radiate, project who Christ is. Guys, let's let our light so shine that men may see our Father in heaven and glorify him. We yell and we scream and we cheer for our favorite team. Let's start cheering for Jesus. Let's roll with the King. Guys, I hope this message has blessed someone and that you understand that people watch, they look, they listen. They hear and let our representation of who we claim to be, whose we claim to be, who is the owner and the maker of our souls, who has our future and our tomorrow, our everlasting in his hand. Let's show the world who Jesus is. Let's show that soul who has no idea who Christ is by falsified Christians and their behaviors and show them the true and living God through the way that we speak to them, to the way that we walk and talk, breathe and be. Let our existence exist for Jesus. Help that person who doesn't know what Jesus looks like and have been told and seen things that are not who his character actually is truly know who he is by the way we behave ourselves let's show the world our father that is my challenge for you guys brothers and sisters and I know we can do it because we serve a mighty God and our father is great and he is greatly to be praised let's show the the world who we rolling with who we belong to what team we play for I know we can do it and the change in the world will be so triumphant and our father in heaven will be smiling. He will be proud to say that we are his children. Brothers and sisters, just know that your soul matters. Jesus loves you. God loves you. I love you. Be blessed. <laughs>